Hello and welcome to the Nourish Gut Podcast. This space is for you if you suffer from digestive issues such as IBS, SIBO or even bowel disease. This is also the place for you if you're thinking about having a baby or if you have young children and would like to learn more about the infant microbiome. I am your host, Carly Raven. I'm a naturopath, clinical nutritionist, gut health expert and mother. My mission is to resolve complex gut health issues and reduce the prevalence of gut disorders by educating parents just about how vital gut health is in infants. So, if you're ready to get your shit together, please grab a cup of tea, sit back and enjoy, and let's improve our guts together. Hello and welcome to another episode on the Nourish Gut Podcast. Today we're talking all about stool testing and gut health testing. So I'm actually um, undergoing and training a group of health professionals at the moment um, via my Nourish Gut Practitioner program. And this week I'm actually talking to them and training them all about the different types of gut health testing that's available um, and diving deep into, you know, looking at each of those and what the best one for our patients is. And I just felt inspired to come and talk to you guys about it also on my podcast. And because I feel like there's a lot of growing interest and excitement around the idea of kind of microbiome testing. And there's been a lot of developments in the medical uh, technology over the past decade. And gut microbiome testing is easy, it's efficient, it's highly detailed, and it's really accessible now more than ever before. And I think that it isn't perfect. I don't think we have all of the information, but what we currently do have, especially here in Australia, are some fantastic labs that are actually testing your microbiome and using this as part of research as well. So when you do your stool sample, for example, when it's a microbiome test, um, you're actually providing research and information to these labs. And if you have particular bacteria in there that they've never seen before, it goes as part of this database and then they're going to start you know, collecting more and more data and doing research. And so it contributes to us then knowing more and more about that. But what we also can see is that some patients come back with different bacteria and it goes hand in hand with the research that has already been done that we already have information on. And then we can start to make really tailored treatment plans. So it's really exciting. I think it, I absolutely love it. I have found that when I've done it with my patients who decide to do it, we get incredible results because it's individualized. No report is ever the same. Um, and it's really, really easy for my patients to do. They just do it in the comfort of their own home. It's just a small sample, um, you know, and it depends on what type of test they're going to do, whether that's a SIBO test or a microbiome test. Um, Obviously, I'm getting patients to do bloods as well, depending on what's going on for them. But yeah, it's really simple um, and really easy to do. Um, I think although it's easy uh, to test your microbiome, I think maybe today what we could talk about is whether you should and the benefits that it might have and what type of information you might uncover and whether it's going to be worthwhile for you. So I think understanding the gut microbiome is going to provide insights into your wider health and well-being. So, you know, what is a comprehensive stool test? So it is a test that provides more detailed information about your gut health beyond just kind of like the standard stool cultures. Um, and it provides information about bacteria, the beneficial ones, and the overall bacterial balance. 
Um, we can identify whether there's any gut pathogens, um, including like pathogenic ones. So these would be ones that are causing issues in your um, bowel, like bacteria, yeasts, and even parasites. It gives us a snapshot into the overall gut health. So things like how are you digesting your food, the absorption of foods, immune functioning, inflammation, and even short-chain fatty acids, which I absolutely love and are so important for your gut. And it also tells us and gives us back information as practitioners that show us that there are potential signs for things like bowel disease, cancer, and more serious gut conditions. And this is when I would then be referring on to my extended network of other health professionals and asking you to have a team of people around you. And, you know, you may not know that that's there. And if we can pick that up early, then you just never know how much change you can create in terms of your health future as well. So most gut microbiome tests are not com comprehensive. Um, they provide a closer look at the overall balance of bacteria um, using more kind of DNA sequencing. And I don't want to get, you know, I've, I'm diving deeper into all of this stuff with my practitioners on the program. We're really talking about the validity and the types of testing. And I think that extends beyond just this podcast. But I wanted to talk about today as well, you know, who would be who should do these tests right who should be spending the money and considering getting a gut health test done um, I think that the you might particularly benefit from more extensive tool testing sorry stool testing um, and microbiome testing if you have the following symptoms or conditions acid reflux gas or bloating abdominal pain constipation diarrhea any type of IBS uh, bowel disease, diverticulitis, or if you're actually getting a rapid weight loss or weight gain. Now, there are other symptoms outside of the gut that you may also consider getting testing for and it might be beneficial for. And these are things like food intolerances, rashes and hives, acne, mood disturbances, uh, depression, anxiety, fatigue, insomnia, brain fog, joint pain, and even chronic sinus issues or allergies so there's quite a lot of things right <laughs> so you're probably thinking oh that's pretty much everyone and you know I, I do think that it, it applies and will help a really large proportion of the population um, and give us a lot of information around you know how we can actually start to look at treatment plans and getting you guys feeling really better so there are culture-based stool tests, there's DNA-based ones, um, you know, there's metagenomic tests, and then we've got the SIBO testing, you've got H. pylori testing, and there's lots of different companies, and, you know, I think it's important to go to somebody who knows the tests in and out and has a really deep understanding of what those markers are and then how to interpret them, and then obviously how do you then put a treatment plan in place to help those markers and what I tend to see is over treatment as well based off these tests just because something comes up out of range doesn't mean we always have to treat it so if you have had a test done and um, just let that practitioner guide you not everything not every parasite not every bacteria needs to be killed so please have an open mind when you get these testing done and trust in your health practitioner that they have done the research and that they know the knowledge behind how to treat you as well. Everybody is an individual. Obviously, this podcast is um, Jane, sorry, Jen, 
aimed at the general public um, and it's really hard to kind of always give information that is applicable to everybody because that's just not the way I roll as a health professional so it is one of the struggles I have with this podcast is trying to you know give information that's general um, because I am very individualized in my practice Um, anyway I'm starting to ramble here so I'm going to go back on track back onto stool testing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just have an open mind. And I think if you're wanting to do the stool testing, uh, reach out to a practitioner in your area. Um, I work online Australia wide, so I'm more than happy to chat to you if you are interested um, in getting a stool test. But when it comes to once I've got the stool test sitting in front of me, um, we're, we're looking at things like microbiome diversity, your potential to break down different nutrients. I look for um, your potential to produce substances that are associated with either health or poor health. Um, we can obtain an, a comprehensive list of microbiome species present. So what I love most about this, some particular labs, and this isn't all of them, They give you a a full list of every single bacteria that is present in your bowel. And then because of all of the research I've done, I know what I want that bowel to look like in terms of the different ranges for different bacteria. And I compare that to the research that I've done and then talk to my patients about, you know, for example, um, proteobacteria is a really inflammatory strain um, or group of um, microbes that we don't want to be overgrown in the bowel. Um, So things like E. coli, um, a proteobacteria, and if they come up high out of a certain percentage of the bowel, for example, you know, something might be there at five or 10%, meaning five or 10% of your ecosystem in your bowel is made up of uh, proteobacteria or E. coli. My goal would be to actually remove that, right? Because we might want it under 1%, for example. So it's really detailed. It gives me specific information. And then I can say to them, okay, well, that's a lot of proteobacteria. There's a lot of inflammation. I think this is the main thing we need to start treating on, treating you for. Um, and then we get the treatment bo- treatment plan rolling. Now, when it comes to um, SIBO testing, which is different. So a, a microbiome or comprehensive stool test is looking at the large bowel. A SIBO test looks at the small bowel, okay? And this is looking more specifically at the gas because it's a breath test that you do. Um, And this one's a little bit more involved um, compared to just taking a sample of the poo. You do need to do a breath test. Um, Often you're doing the three gases if you're working with me because I think that this is, you know, leaving no room for a uh, a negative result if you do have SIBO. Um, and sometimes it can take up to three hours to complete that because you've got to do, um, the, the sample over the space of three hours, um, in intervals of 20 to 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, if you suspect you have SIBO, um, definitely reach out and we can organize a SIBO test. Um, and if you would like to know more about your bacteria levels in your large bowel, um, then we would probably look at doing a microbiome test. Some of my patients, I recommend getting both done. Some I say, look, I think you just need to get the SIBO test done first, and then we can look at microbiome testing later if there's still issues going on. Other patients who I don't suspect have SIBO, um, I might just do a microbiome testing. It's again, I don't have like a protocol. I run my Nourish Gut program, um, but that isn't just a cookie cutter. You know, everybody in the program does definitely not do the right, the, the sorry, the right thing the same thing. So, um, I 
definitely just sit down with that individual that I'm working with, whether that's um, in my program or in other avenues. And I work out what I think is best. And obviously there is a cost involved with these. Um, A lot of them aren't covered by Medicare here in Australia. So they range from anywhere between $300 to $400, depending on the type of test that you're doing. So, you know, it it is an expense. um, But I believe that, you know, when you get this testing done, it, you know, cuts out time, energy and savings um, in the long run because you know what's going on. You have a targeted, um, tailored treatment plan by your health professional um, and then you can adapt and change along the way as well based on that. And you can even do retests um, to make sure that these things and those levels have improved as well. So, you know, I think although that we're really only at the, the tip of the iceberg sorry, in discovering the numerous ways that our gut microbiome can actually start to improve our health, there's already so much compelling evidence out there to suggest that gut health is really closely linked to things like diabetes, obesity, mental health conditions like anxiety and depression, cardiovascular disease, bowel disease, IBS, and so many more things. So I think that, um, you know, we really need to look at getting this testing done and considering it because like all ecosystems, your microbiome is in a constant state of change. However, once you have a Snapchat, sorry, Snapchat, I crack myself up with the things that I accidentally say on this podcast, but I like just keep rolling with it. Anyway, what I was trying to say is once you have a snap shot (laughs) into your baseline, um, you can then start to make evidence-based decisions to maintain and promote like a healthy microbiome balance over time. So if this is something you'd like to do, reach out to me. Um, Obviously it's towards the end of the year. I'm about to close my books and go on a break. I've got one more episode for the year next uh, week. Um, And then I'm on holidays. I'm taking some time off and I'm so excited, but if you would like to work with me in 2022, reach out and get in now because um, January is already looking pretty full um, and I only take on a certain amount of clients at the moment. Um, so yeah, reach out if you'd like to do some testing, whether that be SIBO or microbiome. If you've got more questions, let me know and we can start to take some really positive steps to fixing your gut, nourishing your gut and getting things working well for you uh, throughout next year. So yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully that I get lots of questions about this, lots of DMs about SIBO testing and emails about doing them, what they are, whether they should do them. So that's what's inspired me for this podcast. So yeah, hopefully that helps you um, decide whether it's the right thing to do and whether that's something you want to do as a next step on your health journey. Have a fabulous week. Thank you so much for listening. I absolutely love sharing all of this information with you. Um, And let me know, like send me a message, send me a DM if um, this information has been helpful for you. Um, Provide me with feedback as well because that helps me you know, um, create episodes and create the information that I know that you need. So yeah, I'll speak to you very soon. Take care guys. Bye. Did you like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about my Nourish Gut program or the Nourish Gut Kids membership, head over to my website. Would you like to be a part of a community that gets it? Join our Facebook group, Nourish Gut Community, or come and follow me over on Instagram. All of these links can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time on the Nourish Gut Podcast.